Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. Well, the migrant crisis is exploding all over the country and including in New York City. And one place, Staten Island, New York, they are putting migrants in an old Catholic school, which is, get this, located about 20 feet away from a grammar school. And joining us is one of the people who is leading the protests out there. It is Scott Lebedo, who is a patriotic activist, well-known in the community, and somebody who is deeply committed to law enforcement as well. Scott, great to have you here on the podcast. Thank you, Rita. Always a pleasure to be with the feisty Rita. Thank you so much. And the feisty Scott Lebedo, too. You know, you are leading the fight. Describe for us why it's so important that you're fighting this migrant shelter in your community. Uh, you know, it, it's becoming every day. It's becoming more of a crap show. Uh, it's just uh, they're bringing more in. Uh, I'll get to the details in a second. But right now, as we speak, uh, the community is there. The people it's a it's a hardworking middle class community smack dab in the middle. And. When I first bust a couple in, they took them out because we had the lawsuit and then the city shut that down uh, once we won that victory. And so he's sneaking more in as we speak, because we were supposed to have the appeal on the 6th, which is Wednesday to appeal their over over, you know, overriding our lawsuit that had the place shut down. It worked. It actually worked. The pressure worked. But the city is such full of. I got to watch my words because I know we're on uh, this show here, but they keep throwing us, throwing us at us. So they're coming in again, but there are fighters out there in the neighborhood who have loudspeakers telling them they have to leave, you know, and to people out there, it sounds mean, but remember this is, they do not belong here. They are unvetted. It, it, It is, they are illegal aliens. Let's get that straight. I've been fighting with so many of the mainstream media and even some of the conservative media who keep saying we are anti-immigrant. That is disgusting that they're saying that to us, Staten Islanders, who all came from immigrants. We know that. But as we speak, they're trickling them in. And this is the worst part, Rita. I'll get to the, you know, bread and butter of it in a minute. The guy that lives next door, who is, you know, part of this whole thing, lives right next door. I'm talking like 10 feet. They have bathrooms and showers outside. And not only are the showers going to, you know, showing these people, these guys naked in his, in his yard where his grandchildren and his nieces hang out in the yard. He said, Scott, this is the worst thing that ever happened right now is that they are bringing in these trucks to take out the excrement from the bathrooms that are outside and the smell of feces is surrounding his whole house. It's almost like the mayor and the governor are purposely doing this. I mean, we know they are, but this, it's just a tra- It just gets, it, it gets worse and worse every single day. And for you people out there who don't understand why this moment in Staten Island at this school is ground zero is because this is the first one that is smack dab. They sent, into a middle-class neighborhood where there is a school of young girls from pre-K to 12, right across the street, 30 feet across the street. There is a school up on that hill that has disabled students. There are three other schools in the vicinity of 120 feet. Now, I, I need you people to understand and comprehend. 
try to soak this in. Okay, these are now they're also putting in some women and children because they got so much heat because they only were dropping off young men of military age who have not been bedded for murder, rape, uh, any kind of crimes, any kind of viruses, anything. Okay, think just think about that scenario. I want people to just think about that. So this has become ground zero. There is media. Every day coming to our rallies, every day there from not all, only all over the city, but all over the country and all over the world. There was news people. I'm doing a, a news hit uh, and, and tomorrow morning for the, ne- the Netherlands, the Netherlands. It's this is this is ground zero. This is the shining moment for us people to get in the street peacefully. Have you noticed and you watch all the videos of our protests that I'm holding, that we're holding, me, Curtis, John Tobacco, Johnny Matlin, you know, we're leading this fight, getting these people finally. Old ladies are coming out in their 90s, people with their children, working men, city workers that never came out before. They are filling the streets. This is the moment. If we can do it, if we win and we keep the pressure, and I know we can, because the whole the president is talking to Hochul, Governor Hochul, and the Mayor Adams about our spot right there. Because this is ground zero. And if we can fight it here, the whole country. You know how it is, Rita. You're a New Yorker. If it happens in New York, it spreads throughout the country. Are you and surprised, by the way, are you surprised, Scott Lebedo, that the whole world, like you said, the Netherlands, that everybody is sort of transfixed on this moment? Why do you think it is that they're finally sort of waking up? The whole world is having these issues. It is a globalization thing that it's a whole nother story. And we all know about it. All the George Soroses, they're trying to infiltrate and make everybody the same. Forget about even that. This country here, this country, this city, this state, the Democrats. Do you understand? People need to understand what's going to happen here. Once these illegal aliens get their working papers, listen to what I'm saying, people. I want you to soak it in. 30 days from when they get their working papers, they are allowed to vote in the local elections. Think about what I'm saying. This is beyond anything. We've been going down the tubes for years. That's why I've spent the last 30 years trying to warn people about moments like this. And people laughed at me. They laughed at Curtis. Now they're woken up. It's late to the game, but they're finally at the game and we could still win this game. It's these Democrats just want these votes. They don't care what happened. They are purposely want to destroy everything that made a community like Staten Island great what it is. Calling us racist, bigots, anti-immigrants. It's not like that. And I will fight, I will fight, I will fight to defend the people of my community that this is not, this is not what it's about. Now is the moment, this is the shining moment for the whole country to follow our lead. My friends upstate New York, I was talking to them. They like, oh, you poor people down there. And I said, listen to me in your little country town up there. All right. With your little, you know, village in upstate. This is coming to your town as well. It's coming to your town and and Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania, in a little town in West Virginia and Montana. It's coming there. And if people don't fight right now at this location and follow it and help us, we set the stage for this whole thing to change. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Are you surprised, Scott, that uh, that they've brought this to Staten Island and also that they're fighting it? Like you just brought up some great points because they first, of course, uh, you know, you got the injunction to stop them moving in. And then it seemed like minutes later, a judge on a Friday afternoon decides, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to step in. And now they are allowed in, even though I understand, you know, because of all the protests, they haven't really brought too many folks in. But still, are you surprised how active the city is in fighting this to want to keep putting it there. Do you think it's a, it's because you have sort of exposed it? Why do you think they're fighting so tooth and nail to still keep it there? I'll tell you exactly why, Rita, because we are making waves. The world is watching and they know it. It's a battle now. This is a major battle on this whole fight to save this country. As simple as it may be, little old Staten Island people around the country, eh, eh, listen to me. This is a made because, let me just go through what happened on that Friday. We had victory. The whole world saw the, the media was there. I jumped up on a ladder and I screamed, victory, we won. And then minutes later, the mayor, the city of New York, shuts us down minutes later because they were watching. They sit there watching the screen. They're watching, there's a, There's dozens, if not hundreds of places throughout the city that they're putting these migrants in illegally, but they're watching us and they watch every move they make because they know we are a force and this is a serious battle and they are going to lose people across this country. When people ask me, Rita, you know, I've traveled through this country so many, so many years, painting flags, preaching the gospel of patriotism. I've been to every state hundreds of times. And people ask me, what is Staten Island like, my hometown, for 130 years? I say Staten Island, although it is part of the biggest liberal woke city, Staten Island is a separate borough. We are a town just like West Virginia or a little town in in, in North Dakota. We are working people, good, real good, open-minded, working-class people, cops, firemen, sanitation, carpenters. We are like any other town in America, and that's why this is ground zero. It's not about the city. It's about us. And I'm telling you right now, I know you're listening. We are going to secede. Every politician is on it. I'm on it. We are going to get this this Staten Island, this borough of New York City. We are effing leaving here. Look what they're doing to us on purpose, like you just said. They are purposely belittling us because we are the heart of America. And they are going to lose. Mark my words. And by the way, I love the people of Staten Island. Uh, They are so patriotic and uh, just such diehard, you know, real people like you. And I think so many people love and respect that so much. Talk about also, you talked about succession, because you know what, that's something that Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis has talked about, where she said, you know, maybe there should be some secession. I mean, do you think that's real or is that just talk? At this point right now, Rita, again, I've been in this game for a long time. I am a politician that does not get elected. I don't want to be a politician. I get more done being the activist that I am. When there's a couple of thousand people out there, it's because of me and Curtis and Johnny Tobacco, who aren't politicians. 
you know, and yes, now more than ever. I mean, it's been talked about since remember back in the, when we had the largest garbage dump, it was been talking about for so long and there was issues. What about the city workers? Will the city workers be compensated as they are with the city? You know what? They absolutely will be. We figured it all out. The money is here. That was one of the biggest issues. I'm telling you right now that people of Staten Island, have really had it. You know, I've had it forever, but a lot of people, you know, people are complacent. Life is good. And you forget, you, you know, we all suck up the milk and honey. And then you realize, you don't realize, you know, and I've been wanting people like Paul Revere for, you know, decades that it's coming down a pipeline and we're all going to be screwed so bad. And now people are up. They are woken up. You can give them a hundred ambience and they are not going back to sleep. They are up and secession is going to happen. I mean, it's a, it sounds so difficult. And what sounds so surreal is even seceding and to become another state. It's a very difficult thing to do, but we'd have a better chance because just to secede from the city and maintain, you know, being part of New York state is very difficult because of the Democrats that are in, you know, in, in the assembly and in the council. Uh, but I, either way, I, the power that I have as this activist here and the power of our politicians who are now all on board, you know, people, politicians are always afraid to get involved. They were even afraid to get involved with this. And I told them all, I said, no, this is the big one. This is where you are going to shine more than ever. So this is a serious issue. And I'm telling you, that's going to happen next. Tell me about the people that are coming out to your protest, Scott Lebedo. Um, Are they all walks of life? And how did this all get organized? How did it get started? All walks of life, Rita. You know, we had a rally. Curtis and I had a rally at uh, Gracie Mansion on Sunday. And Antifa violently attacked a peaceful protest. But these Antifa folks didn't realize that you don't mess with Staten Islanders. Uh, we're a little tougher than you think we are. And we, they had their hands, heads handed to them. But... Um, uh, the moral story on that is that we are always, you know, we're always out. And I'm sorry, your question was, what was the question again? How, did, how it got organized, how it got started. How did this, how did the suddenly like spring? How did you pull everybody together from all walks of life? Because I'm seeing people, you know, I'm seeing students oh, and I'm, I'm seeing, and I'm it's, seeing older people too, which it's, it's an amazing yes. movement. All walks of people, gay people, uh, black people, Chinese people, Spanish people, and the media still says we're just a bunch of white supremacists. It's disgusting. And all these immigrants there, this is the this is the point. Listen, I am the biggest Trump supporter. I've had my ass beaten because I'm a Trump supporter. My property damage since day one. I've been with Trump, my artwork. But these protests are not about Trump. There's no Trump signs. And when people bring a Trump sign, I ask them politely, please put it aside right now. It's, it is about Trump because if he was in office, that border would have been closed. We wouldn't be here. But we're talking about the local situation right now against the mayor and the governor. And that's why it's local. It's not a Trump. And when some of the media said a bunch of Trump supporter, immigrant hating, it just it burns me so hard because I know the people are not like that. It is everybody. We are reaching out to Democrats. We have some Democrat politicians here on Staten Island who didn't want anything to do with us who are now involved because they see how it, it's not a political situation. It is about the life of this once great island, this once great city, and this is going to destroy it. I mean, forget about everything else. You know, the crime rate, the economy, everything is destroyed in the city because I blame a lot of the voters. You had the Blasio who brought the city to its knees. And then these people have the gall to vote for somebody just like him. 
it blows your mind. It really blows your mind. But finally, it's compliance. People and their family are getting raped, murdered, robbed. So they're coming around. It's sad that it took this. It's sad that it's taken people to get hit hard to finally wake up and say, okay, I had enough. What's your message, people, uh, if, you, if you could speak to the local politicians, and what's your message, Scott, also to the president, if you could speak to him? Mayor Adams, I'm, we, I reached out to you. We had, we had a communication, you know, via uh, text about our pizza issue that we had. That is nothing. We're throwing that away. But you need to man up. You're, you're, this is everything that you've ever worked for as a politician or just as you claim to be a New Yorker. You cannot do this. We have other options. We have Rikers Island. Everybody's talking about it. Tens of thousands we could fit in there. Take the bars off. Take the gates off those rooms. Put you could you could put TVs in there. It would be just for now, just to get something going. You cannot place them in a in a middle class community, a residential area across the street from a school where little girls go. It is not going to go down. Ugly stuff is going to happen. I can only keep listen. I get people to rally peacefully. That's my life's work, but I am not going to be able to control some father who has a house that he busted his ass for that's worth half a million dollars. And his little six-year-old girl goes to school across the street from a place where young men, we don't know where they're from or what they've done or what they have. You have to put a stop to this. And my message to the president of the United States, close that effing border now. Do you believe there is an end in sight? I feel your emotion, Scott, and I'm telling yes. you, so many people yes. feel it. Do you, yes. do, you, do you actually think that there is a chance it will turn around, or do you think it's going to take a new administration, just new leadership, especially at the White House, that, to turn it around? I mean, it is, it's so overwhelming, and, and I hear your anger. I think so many people feel that. I'm 58 years old. I smoke, I drink martinis to calm me down, but I'm going to have a heart attack one day. And I don't care. As long as I know that I've gotten people out in the street, that's what it is going to take, Rita. I've said it for 30 years. The other side is out in the street. They burn, they shoot, they murder, they beat cops, they, they desecrate property. We don't, not nothing, nothing. The last couple of days, the last couple of weeks, we've been out there in force and it is making me, it makes me everything that I've sacrificed, everything that I've sacrificed fighting for this moment. It's finally showing and it's showing me that it can happen. It can happen. But this is about people across the country. Don't just rah, rah, rah. I, I'm, I give tough love. I love your rah, rah, rah on your keyboard when you're on social media. I don't need to hear rah, rah, rah. I don't need pats on the back. I need you to get follow our lead, people, in all your little towns. Even if it's not coming, be prepared. No, spread the word. Get your social media. Put a website together so you know when the time comes, you followed Scott Labato. You followed Curtis Lee and Johnny Tobacco in Staten Island and you've got the people peacefully in the street because Rita, they see it. The George Soroses, the president, the administration, the governor, the mayor, they see us in the street and they're scared of that. That's why they've been taking advantage of us because of our complacency and the complacency comes to an end now. You all enjoyed your milk and honey, but it's all over America if you don't get out in the effing streets and make some noise. You know, that's, the only way. that's how we did it in the beginning. Our founding fathers had farms to keep. 
and the crops to men too. But they said to hell with the crops, let them rot. My kids will eat starts. They won't eat for a couple of days because I need to go out in the street and fight for the future of this country. So if they did it, you can do it. You know, Scott, I, I love your passion and your dedication to the city and also to this country. Real quick, where did you become such a great patriot? Because you've always been such a great supporter of our men and women in blue and obviously caring about the neighborhood and the country and, and kids. Uh, where did you get that from? Where did you get that, that devotion from and that fire? That's a whole hour story, but I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell. I am an artist. I come from Staten Island. I'm Republican. I like NASCAR. I believe in the NRA. I went to find myself in a big city in the art world in the 90s, and I saw the disgust and the hatred towards America from the art world. And I was disgusted because the creative community should be the most patriotic because we get to test the boundaries of the First Amendment as creative people. And I said, you know what? I don't want any part of this. I don't care if they can make me a millionaire or the most famous artist. I don't care. I have a gift. And I'm going to use that to turn it around and promote the greatness of that flag, our veterans, our civil servants, whatever it takes, whatever I got to lose. And it's been 30 years and I'm still at it. And as crazy as I sound and as angry as I sound, I wouldn't do anything else in the world for any amount of money. Well, you are inspiring, I think, millions of people around the world. Um, Everybody, be sure to subscribe and share to this podcast. Scott Lebedo, thank you so much for all you're doing, for caring about the community, caring about our country, and it's been great to have you here. You're the best, Feisty Rita. I'm going right now to relax and have a martini and calm down because tomorrow is another battle. Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, back at Villa, another giant rally. People, be there. Scott Lebedo, thank you. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.